The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. A very interesting show for you today. We're talking about discovering the light within from an incredible woman and teacher who has passed to the other side. And we're talking with her sister, who is also a leading personality in the personal growth field. And her name is Arielle Ford, and Arielle is talking about her sister's book, Your Holiness, Debbie Ford's book. Discover the Light Within. And just want to tell you a little bit about Arielle, uh, who is on the phone with me today. She's a leading personality in the personal growth and contemporary spirituality movement. For the past 30 years, she's been living, teaching, and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. She's a celebrated love and relationships expert, speaker, and is the co-creator and co-host of Evolving Wisdom's Art of Love series. And She's going to talk about her sister's book and how this all came about. Welcome, Arielle. Hey, thank you, Patricia. Great to be with you. Thank you. All right, so how did this happen? If Debbie has passed and is on the other side, how did this book emerge now? I know. It's a totally crazy story. Well, as you know, she uh, died from cancer a little more than five years ago. And um, about 18 months ago, I got a call from James Von Prague, who is the world's most famous medium. He talks to dead people, and he's a longtime family friend. And he had called to tell me that he had recently moved to San Diego, where we live, and he wanted uh, Brian and I, my husband and I, and my mom to come see his new house, and he would give us a reading with Debbie. And what's wow. so special about yeah an invitation like that is you can't buy a private reading with him. Mm. You know, all you can do is you know be in his audience of people and hope your dead person on the other side is pushy enough to break through and get a reading from the stage. So of course we said yes, and we went up there, and he's got this magnificent property that we saw, and then we sat down for the reading. And the very first thing that happened was Debbie came through instantly and she announced, um, Arielle, you have to write a prayer book with me. And my response to that was, no way. <laughs> I don't want to write my own books, let alone write your books. That's not going to happen. And she was really insistent and I kept saying no. And so then we moved on to other topics, including at one point, James said, um, she keeps talking to me about Minnie. Who is Minnie? I said, oh, my God, now you're just showing off, James. I said, Bo's son, uh, Debbie's son, Bo, has a half-sister in Europe named Minnie, and that's not even her real name, and you can't even Google this information. Nobody knows about Minnie. Um, he said, wow. oh, okay. He said, this all makes sense. He said, Debbie wants you to tell Bo that when he was with Minnie, 
she was there too. Now, what's crazy about that was the week before, Minnie had flown in from London to San Diego to see her half-brother, Bo. So I was like, okay, so he's totally with her, you know, because like I said, you can't Google this information, and Minnie isn't even her real name. It's her family nickname. So, you know, the reading's going on and on, and all these other dead relatives are coming through, and every time Debbie comes through, it's the same story. Ariel, you have to write a prayer book with me. And I was like, no, Debbie, I don't want to. And finally, after 90 minutes, I, I said yes, like, because she wasn't going to leave us alone. And I said to James, I don't know how we're going to do this, and you're going to have to help me, but she's never going away until we say yes. So we said yes. And as we were driving home that day, my husband said, you know, I spent so much time with your sister. I took her to her doctor's appointments and her chemo treatments. And he said, I remember her telling me that she'd written some prayers. Why don't you email her office and maybe they have copies of these prayers and that at least would be the start of the book. So I thought, okay, I didn't know anything about it, but I'll just email the office. And I sent a one-sentence email and it said, do you by chance have copies of any prayers that Debbie wrote? And the answer I got back was, oh, we can do better than that. She wrote an entire manuscript, and um, it's attached. So now I didn't know that. I didn't know, and I should have known because I was her literary agent. So for me not to know she'd written a book was completely baffling. But in the last couple years of her life, we didn't talk about books very much. We talked about, you know, her pain levels and experimental treatments and, you know, what she needed. So I opened the document. I read 200 pages in one sitting. It was breathtakingly beautiful. I was completely blown away. And then I picked up the phone and I called her editor at Harper One. And, you know, he answered the phone and I said, oh, hi, Gideon, it's Ariel. And he interrupts me and he says, oh, Ariel, I'm so glad you called. He said, for the last three, no, four years, the last four years, I've been feeling so guilty. Your sister always wanted to write a prayer book, and I always talked her out of it, and now I feel really bad. (laughs) And 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 then I understood why I didn't know about the book, because her editor had already said no, so she didn't tell me about it. But I said, Gideon, it's Redemption Day. Check your inbox. I just sent you the book. Wow. Yeah, so within 72 hours, they bought the book, and it came out a few weeks ago, and it's her 10th book. It's the best thing she's ever written, and it turns out that the book is much more than a prayer book. Yes, the book is filled with her original prayers, and it's filled with prayers by Emmett Fox and Marianne Williamson and Rumi and others, Mm -hmm. but more than that, it's a very prescriptive book. It's a book about how prayer saved her life when she was recovering from being a drug addict. It's a book about how anybody can use prayer to improve every area of their life. Mm. So that's how Your Holiness came into being. Wow. So now tell us the process from that. What happens? What, what was in this book? And did you, how did you help personally? Or did you kind of just facilitate it? The book was done. It was totally complete. And the only thing I had to write 
was the five-page forward, which tells the story I just shared of how we found yes. the manuscript. Yeah. And then yeah. Marianne Williamson wrote the introduction for the book. And then all of Debbie's friends endorsed the book. You know, people like Alanis Morissette and Deepak Chopra yeah. Yeah. and Judith yeah. Orloff and Cheryl Richardson. But, but what was interesting is that when James von Prague got the information, it didn't say, I already have a book. That part she no. didn't tell you. No, she didn't, you know, but it was very specific because I've had readings with other mediums with Debbie, so it's not the first time she told me she wanted me to write a book with her, but this was the first time she insisted that it was a prayer book. So we've mm. been, ha- ever since she crossed over, we've been having this conversation about her wanting to get another book out. And the crazy thing is, is that um, people that, never took her workshops or had never previously read any of her books, now call or email me or, or contact me on social media mm-hmm. and tell me that Debbie's talking to them, that she's wow. giving them advice, yeah, that she's whispering in their ear, showing up in their wow. dreams or sending signs and symbols. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's very much still the teacher she was on this side, even though Are she you- is now on the other side. Ariel, what do you think is the real message, or what are a couple of the real messages of the book? Um, is it one about humility? Is it about, you know, holding the light in your heart? What, what is it? Well, it's a couple of things. I mean, first and foremost, it's really about how to connect to your highest divine self, how to connect to God, how to be in a place every day when you are, you know, in being humble and and experiencing humility and connecting with the part of you that knows all. And she talks about how, you know, all the different areas that prayer helped her in her life and Mm -hmm. how it can help you. Because if you're focused on your fear, your anxiety, your negativity, you're Mm -hmm. tuned into what she would call, you know, uh, lonelyandmiserable.com. But if you're tuned into your divine self, and praying yeah. from a place of an open heart, and you're tuned yeah. into love, then you're, you're tuned into loveandhappiness.com. And it's just mm. a conscious choice that we can make, and she shows you how to do it. How, what results or what, what comments have you received or the publisher has received from this book? What's the feedback? You know, what's really been interesting is, you know, I, I did a lot of radio interviews and podcasts for the book, And, you know, so I've got 11 books out there. I've done probably tens of thousands of interviews. And most of the time, I hate to say this, most of the time the host doesn't read the book, right? They get a list of questions to ask you, and they're relatively engaged, but they haven't consumed the content. And Mm. in this case, the hosts are reading the book, they're loving the book, and they're telling me what they got out of the book, and then they're reading their favorite prayers from the book to me. Like I was on uh, Jenny McCarthy's show on Sirius, and she talked so much more than I did because she was such a fan of the book. So for me, that's been the most fun part to see that, you know, it, it, it's not just my opinion that it's a good book, that it's actually changing people's lives. And the other mm. thing that I hear from people is that they feel the love jumping off the page. Mm. Even if they never heard of her till they got this mm. book. She coded mm. the book in some magical way 
that there's a healing quality to reading mm-hmm. the pages. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. My special, the one that just called to me was the one that says, protect me. Dear oh. God, I ask you, the angel of protection, my guides, my highest self, and any and all powers that be to protect me today. I invite that part of me that is intuitively aware of my surroundings to be with me, guiding me today. Please, God, cloak me with an impenetrable shield of light. Watch over me today and watch over my family and those who I love and, and protect my heart. I mean, that, I mean, it goes on and on, but that that's, that's really speaks to me. Yeah, and, you know, the, the thing that I like about the book is, you, you know, if you're going to get your holiness, definitely read it front cover to back cover the first time. But then the way I use the book is every day I just pick it up and randomly go yeah. to a page. And there's a short prayer and there's a message there that is really inspiring and uplifting. So mm-hmm. that's the way I think she really intends the book to be used. Yeah. Explain this chapter that says heart candy. What is heart candy? Um, That's Debbie's idea of things that make you smile, you know, things that will open, just burst your heart open so you're in in the flow with the love. That's what she Mm. calls heart candy. Mm, Incredible. We're going to take a break and then come back. How can people find the book, Ariel? And we'll be back with Ariel right after the break. But how can people find this book, Your Holiness, Uh, Discover the Light Within? Go to DebbieFord.com, DebbieFord.com, and all the different ways to buy the book are right there on the website, as well as incredible bonuses that come with it. Okay. All right. Terrific. My guest for this half hour is Arielle Ford, who is Debbie's sister, and she is a pioneer in spirituality and wellness and love in her own right. And she is uh, really helping to further promote her sister's work, who passed over to the other side about five years ago. And the book is Your Holiness, Discover the Light Within by Debbie Ford, and we're talking to her sister, Arielle Ford, right here on The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. 
We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking about Debbie Ford's amazing new book, Discover the Light Within, But the book is called Your Holiness. Debbie is no longer with us. She passed about five years ago. She wrote this book before she passed, which was later discovered by her sister, Arielle Ford. And Arielle Ford is with us today, and she's a leading personality in the personal growth and contemporary spirituality movement. For the past 30 years, Arielle has been living, teaching, and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. And again, she's talking about her sister's book, uh, your Holiness, Discover the Light Within. Welcome back, Arielle. Thank you. Okay, what else do we really need to know? I know there's one piece in here about kind of facing those places where we feel lonely or we feel that we're not loved. Um, what, does she, what does she say about that? Well, that's, you know, sort of the best way to use prayer, just to remind yourself who you are and that you can discover your own holiness to get back in touch with that. But you have to focus your attention there. If all your attention is stuck on, you know, fear and anxiety and negativity, that's what you're going to continue to feel. So it's about being willing to take some personal responsibility to shift your focus, you know. Um, But the core of her work was called shadow work. And her book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, was sort of a breakthrough book in that area. She was on Oprah many, many times, and the book was a a New York Times number one bestseller where she, through her work, The Shadow Process, which still exists, she trained people to lead it before she died, um, has people look and see the most negative, horrible things about themselves the stuff that they don't want to really admit to, and then find a way to love and embrace and find the gift of those uh, negative qualities. And it's also about, um, you know, learning to embrace your light side because a lot of people can't accept, um, you know, the fact that they're good, caring, loving, compassionate people. They don't, they don't acknowledge themselves for both their light or their dark. Yeah, so true. What do you think you learned most from your sister? Um, you know, I would say learning how to die graciously. Because mm. she, she died a very, very slow, painful, horrible death. Like if you can just imagine the worst kind of cancer and how slow and awful it was and how much pain it was. And she never complained. And she never felt sorry for herself. She never said, poor me. You know, she was always a a spiritual warrior, very courageous, you know. And by 
right before she went, she said, you know, I'm, I'm totally open and willing to go on to the next journey. She said, I, I completed my mission. I'm proud of the work that I did. I had an amazing life, and mm. now I'm ready to go. Wow. Were you there? I wasn't there the moment she took her last breath. Now, um, we, there was a, she was in hospice for much longer than they expected. I mean, when they put her in hospice, they said, you know, 10 days at most, and it was almost a month. Mm-hmm. So I was with her every day, but towards the end, she wasn't conscious very much, you know, and when she mm-hmm. was, she couldn't move and she couldn't talk. Like, she might mm-hmm. be able to her eyelids for a second or so, so she wasn't, she, it, it was hard to know where she was, except that she was really funny about it, because when she could talk, I remember one morning, I was like, well, how are you doing? She said, today's the day. I said, okay, okay, you know, just let the angels take you, we'll be fine. Hmm. And two hours later, she said, nope, today's not the day. Oh, <laughs> and that oh. happened a bunch of times. Today's today. No, not today. You know, so. Hmm. Amazing. Anyway, um, but she's still How? very much with me. She talks, you know, I hear her whispering to me a lot. Really? Mm, amazing. What do you think readers need to do in terms of approaching and um, actualizing personal growth and spiritual growth. I mean, one of the things that it says here is you need to be rigorous. What does that mean? Does that mean you need to do prayer every day? I would say, Debbie would say, yes, praying every day would be a good thing to do. But in terms of rigorous, it's like, you know, we, we all know to brush our teeth at least twice a day, right? We just do that as habit. But then we talk about the other changes we want to make, and they don't happen. And Debbie talked a lot about that and about how that's being out of integrity and not really taking care of yourself. So if you find that you've been, you know, saying the same thing over and over again, whether you want to get in shape, lose weight, find a lover, get a new job, move to a different apartment, and this has been your story for years, you're not being rigorous because nothing Mm. changes until you do and you have to make a plan and you know one of the best ways to make a plan is is to have an accountability partner somebody who's going to check in with you and see that you're keeping your word to yourself and you do the same for them because uh you know there's a lot of people floating around this personal growth self-help world that live in magical thinking oh i wish this would happen and then they think just by wishing it'll someday be so But the analogy I like to give all the time is like, let's say you were a single mother of three kids and you got fired from your job and that was your only source of income. Well, you could sit on your couch wishing all day long for a new job, but the truth is we all know the job's not going to knock on your door and you'd know exactly what to do, right? You'd update your resume, you'd get online, you'd go on interviews, you would tell everybody you know you need a job. And you would also believe that you are going to find a job, Mm -hmm. right? You'd be relentless because your life depends on it. Well, maybe your Mm -hmm. life depends on you taking responsibility for eating the foods that nourish you and doing the exercise that will keep your heart and lungs pumping and, you know, whatever it is for you. And and it might be all of these things, you know. So Mm -hmm. that's what being rigorous is about. It's like, you know, saying, you know what? I'm not willing to live in this story anymore about 
life would be so good if only. You know, it's about taking charge. And, and you can use prayer as a way to do that. That's what Debbie did when she was, she was in her fourth tr- drug treatment center. She knew that she couldn't overcome this addiction without God's help. And so she committed every day to pray for the strength and the courage to be sober for one more day and to be sober for one more day until she actually knew that she was healed and that she was whole and that, you know, sobriety was a part of who she now was. Mm, Powerful. So you're saying, you know, again, you have to take the responsibility. You need help and you can get help from God and the angels, but you have to do the work. Absolutely. You know, and and there's ways to make it fun. You know, everybody approaches it like, oh, I just can't do this, you know. But you could take baby steps, you know. You're not going to lose 50 pounds overnight, but you could go for a walk around the block. And then the next day you could go for two blocks. And the next day you could go for three. And you could cut out one bag of potato chips this week. And you could add some fruit this week. You know, like be reasonable about it. You know, you don't, you, it's not an all or nothing thing. It's the rest of your life. So what are the baby steps you could take today to start and begin to make the changes that in your heart you know will lead you to your best life? Hmm, wonderful. All right, tell us a little more about how we can get her book and then about your work, too, as well, Arielle. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, all you have to do is go to DebbieFord.com, DebbieFord.com, and all the information about the book is right there. And what I'm up to is I teach people how to find love, how to keep love, and how to be love. And uh, my website is SoulmateSecret.com, SoulmateSecret.com. And I have a brand new course for single women. It's a 12-week online course called The Love Codes. And what happens is we break through all your emotional barriers to love, and then we teach you everything you need to know about manifesting a soulmate, how to date, what to say, how to communicate in a really supportive uh, community of women. And all the details about that are at soulmatepassion44.com, soulmatepassion44.com. And it's there that you can sign up for a free call. Okay. And is that similar to the other courses you've taught on the Soulmate Secret? Um, There's a little bit of that in there, but I'm teaching this course with Claire Zamet, the founder of Feminine Power. So it goes much, much deeper beyond what was in the book, The Soulmate Secret, because we're now doing this deep emotional release work that gets what's been in the way for you. From ha- Even if you did all the right manifesting, if there's a part of you that feels like you don't deserve it or it's not possible or you're too old or too fat or too damaged or all the good ones are taken, we bust through all those myths. Mm, mm, really important. All right. Um, give us some closing thoughts about what you what it would be your sister's message from the book Your Holiness by Debbie Ford, Discover the Light Within, and maybe also what's your message? We have about a minute. Oh, well, you know, I would say Debbie knew without hesitation that all you have to do to get God's help is to ask. Just ask, and just ask from a place of humility and gratitude. You know, Mm -hmm. so the prayer isn't, dear God, please send me X, Y, Z. The prayer becomes, dear God, I am so grateful for all that I have. I'm so grateful for all that is coming. 
you know, please help me open my heart to receive your blessings, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be her message. And, you know, mine is basically uh, that I, I want people to know, particularly single women, that who you are is enough, you know, mm-hmm. and you're not alone because you're, there's anything wrong with you. You're alone because you don't know how to manifest your beloved soulmate, your life partner. And that's all very teachable. And that's what my mission is, is to show people, hey, there's just a few things you need to know, the knowing of which will change everything. And we explain a lot of it on this, the free call that's at soulmatepassion44.com. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ariel, so much. It was really a joy to have you on the program. Oh, thank and, you. And, yeah, and to, and to have Debbie on, too. <laughs> All right, Sam, stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this half of the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the next part of the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.